0: politics here on WBAI Radio. This is Ben Max from Gotham Gazette here for another great show on New York City politics and government. Happy to welcome back to the show now, State Senator Liz Kruger. Senator Kruger, welcome back to the show. Do we have State Senator Liz Kruger? Okay. While we're waiting to get uh, Senator Kruger on the line again, um, we are going to talk to her about her bill to professionalize the New York City Board of Elections. Senator Krueger is the lead sponsor uh, in the state Senate, along with Assemblymember Nellie Rosick of uh, Queens in the Assembly, who uh, sponsor a, a bill in the legislature, which has not moved, but, um, but may now, uh, based on some of the fiasco around the initial attempt at a ranked choice voting runoff, in the mayoral race and the city controller race that went awry yesterday. Uh, and as we're talking right now, the Board of Elections has published a new, uh, a new attempt at the first unofficial preliminary runoff of the ranked votings of in-person votes only. Again, all of this is very unofficial and very uh, preliminary. But um, things at the Board of Elections in New York City have been deeply problematic for a long time there would need to be a uh, referendum and a change to the state constitution to really uh, alter the structure of the the city board of elections. But in the meantime, State Senator Kruger and Assembly Member Rosick have a bill to professionalize uh, the staff of the board of elections and that could go a long way to try to avoid some of the incompetence, ineptitude that we've seen over the years. So I think we have State Senator Kruger now State Senator Kruger welcome back to the show. Thank you very much thanks for joining me uh, Ben Max here uh, we, we just spoke yesterday on the on the state budget and other matters for for a different show but happy to have you join us here to talk board of elections so uh, yes. I gave a little bit of a preview generally speaking uh, while we were getting you back in the line about your bill but um, can you explain what what the bill would do?
1: Sure, It's an attempt to, as you pointed out, there's probably a need for a constitutional amendment to start from scratch, and we can't do that through statute, but we really do think that we can create a responsible city agency that functions under a lot of the same standards we expect of other government agencies. So the bill, which is S-6226, we provide a clear delineation of the various responsibilities of the 10 appointed political commissioners to the Board of Elections and provide clear powers, responsibility, and duties for co-executive directors separate from the commissioners. And those co-executive directors can be held accountable to a process of being removed or appointed. Most importantly, we think the bill creates various training and continuing education requirements for the commissioners, the co-executive directors, and other staff, employees, and managers so that you have the skills you need to do the job. And if you don't, you're not continuing in that job. Frankly, the Board of Election has been a patronage mill seemingly designed for some percentage of the people to be patronage for people who can't get other patronage jobs anywhere else. And while there are some very talented, qualified people who work for the Board of Election, and I don't mean to be criticizing them, as we know and have seen, there are also too many people who don't know their jobs, don't know how to do their jobs, that are often put in high management positions. So that everything below them is also falling apart. And I think probably the New York Times had the most complete rundown today of things that have been going wrong at the board of Election pretty much every election cycle for longer than you, Ben, have been alive, and I think even longer than I have been alive. Mm-hmm. And there's no excuse. And yet we walk ourselves into this seemingly every election cycle. I guess the one thing I want to just make sure I say, Mm -hmm. I don't think any of this has to do with ranked choice voting. I stand behind the city's decision to go to ranked choice voting. I think it will have proven to be exactly the model it said it would be, increasing participation of voters, decreasing negative campaigning, giving more people a fair shot at both running for office and choosing who should be in office. So now that we're seeing that the board of election has made a serious mistake, it's not because we have ranked choice voting. And I just want to emphasize that.
0: I'm, I'm glad you said that uh, because that's a very key point. I've been trying to say everywhere I've gone to, to talk about the race when I've been a, a guest on, on different shows in the last uh, 24 hours. Um, Okay, so you mentioned these problems have been plaguing the Board of Elections for decades. Why hasn't change come, and what could be different about the prospects for your bill?
1: Hopefully, the prospects for my bill have increased because of the greater awareness of this problem. And I need everybody out there listening to let your legislators know you are watching, you are seeing that the board of election in New York city has become a national embarrassment and you need us to fix that. Um, So the bill that Neely and I carry, Neely Rosick in the assembly and I carry, we had round tables on it last year. We worked with the city of New York. Um, We worked with election experts from the advocacy community does it have everything everyone wanted in it? No, that's always impossible. But it was almost universally agreed upon that this could make a dramatic difference even in advance of potentially changing the Constitution, which is going to be a really tough one because of political party role. Um, so tell people we need to get this passed. We cannot let New York City go through another election cycle after 21 without this being fixed. Obviously, even if we pass the bill tomorrow, it wouldn't affect the November elections. You can't turn around an entity agency that rapidly. But it could mean that the next time we have a cycle of election in 22, which is the state and federal, we could see significant improvement in how the board of election operates.
0: Granted, there is this increased attention, um, but there are still significant forces that would work against reform. Even the even the reforms with, of this bill, uh, the Board of Elections has been a uh, you know a place of patronage hires, as you've said. Uh, the The county parties uh, of both Democrats and Republicans have certainly been weakened over time in New York City, but they still hold some sway. The former head of the Bronx Democratic County Party uh, is is now the Speaker of the Assembly, Carl Hasty, for example. Uh, how How does a bill like this overpower some of the forces that want to keep the status quo what What would really be needed beyond this sort of seemingly momentary attention on it um, to get it through because you're not going to have a special session most likely. Uh, this week or next to pass this bill when there's a lot of attention on this. The Board of Elections is already putting out a new runoff as we speak. Uh, Attention's going to move on in in a significant way. How does something like this actually get the support to move ahead?
1: Again, people just need to stay focused Mm -hmm. on demanding this of us. Unfortunately, because there is political party unity, um, when I say that I mean the Democrats and the Republicans. My party is the Democrats. There's unity among the two big parties that the way the Board of Elections work isn't so bad as long as each party thinks that it's sort of keeping its thumb on and keeping control in some way. And we need to make clear that we can love our parties, we can be good Democrats be good Republicans. And it doesn't mean that we can't have an expectation that our board of election is an independent operating government agency whose job it is to make sure everybody who's eligible has the chance to register and the chance to vote, and then the votes are counted. That's not supposed to be partisan. Mm -hmm. That's supposed to be a fundamental right of citizens in this country. And we're the city of New York. We're not nowhere's mill with no ability to operate government. We operate plenty of government very effectively every day of the week, even for all the problems we like to point out happen. There is really, truly, in my opinion, no excuse for allowing our election system to be literally at the bottom of the barrel of functioning agencies, even in comparison to partisan election operations all over the country. And we need to demand that we fix it.
0: Mm -hmm. And what's the the path ahead? We've seen, uh, you know, in terms of the sort of steps you foresee. We've seen State Senator Zellner Myrie, who uh, chairs the elections committee in your chamber, say he had been planning on holding a hearing. He got sidelined uh, with COVID for months. Uh, he, he was quite sick, um, but he was tweeting yesterday that he plans to hold that hearing. Uh, yes. The leader of your chamber echoed that sentiment. Um, we saw, again, a, a fairly uh, less aggressive sentiment from uh, Speaker Carl hasty of the Assembly in a statement he put out. But what do you foresee as the as the steps ahead here um, for this bill?
1: So I don't know if I've read everyone's statements. I believe that the chair of the Election Committee in the Assembly said they want to do the hearing with us. So I think that's a very good sign mm-hmm. that we've got two chairs of elections saying they want to have joint hearings on this issue. Um, I have a bill already for that hearing, and of course we're open to all kinds of additional ideas and additional bills. The truth is we have made real progress in modernizing our electoral system over the last two years that we've been in the majority. We've passed significant numbers of improvements in election law to help it be easier for people to register and to vote and to have their votes counted, and we're very proud of that, and rightly so. Now we need to make sure we have an agency that is structured such that it can implement these laws as needed at election time. So it's really, I think, the next step that we need to take, and maybe it won't be as complicated because there is a new universe of elected in both houses and the Senate and the assembly who I think are more prone to good government and consumer rights and understand that the right to vote and have your vote counted is a bigger question than what party do you register for. So, all right, and of course we know that we are living in a city and Maybe even a country where party affiliation is not nearly the sort of power structure of what I call the old time bosses as how many of us grew up. So mm-hmm. there's less of a boss control of these systems, and I think there are more not just citizens but elected officials who understand that their job is to vote for the things that actually matter in their communities, even if they might be disagreeing with leadership here or there.
0: Indeed, interesting. Well, we appreciate you uh, explaining your bill and the political landscape, and we will follow up with you in the coming weeks and months to see when and where it's discussed in that hearing and, and the prospects for its passage. State Senator Liz Kruger, thanks so much for taking the time.
1: Thank you for having me on, Ben.
0: Thanks. And thank you for listening. We will talk to you next week here on Max Politics.